All right, Fritz Bergen, bloodandfaith.com. This is the after show. I haven't been doing a lot of after shows in the last few months. I guess I just got busy on uh, Sunday afternoons with the family and whatnot. But here I am. And I wanted, since it's New Year's Day, since it's the first day of the 2023rd year of the reign of our Lord Jesus Christ, since he incarnated, uh, I figured I'd go back and I talk about a couple of things I've talked about for years, either privately or publicly. I've talked about civil war and the big war. And I do this not to say I'm right, not at all, but to see if I'm wrong and to see where I'm wrong and how I'm wrong and see if it makes any sense at all. Sometimes it's nice to have predictions just to give yourself a baseline, just to say, you know what, this is what I think is going to happen. And you go back a few years later and say, well, did it happen or did it not happen? Did it turn out the way you think it was going to turn out or, or didn't it? Uh, is civil war something to worry about? Is a big global war something you need to worry about? And uh, I think it's extraordinarily relevant in 2023, so we're going to get into that a little bit. Civil war. Well, you know, we don't have what I generally would have considered a civil war. Uh, when I think of civil war, I wasn't thinking of Civil War One. I. I was thinking more of Yugoslavia. And we certainly do not have that in the United States today unless... You wanted to look at BLM and Antifa in the summer of 2020. But let's put that aside and just say, no, nah, we won't consider that. Things are relatively stable, relatively peaceful. And I've surmised about why they're peaceful. Well, the answer, the answer is because they've won. Really, that's the answer. There's not massive anarchy in the streets and cities of America in 2023, in January of 2023, because they won. They won the Civil War. They took over. They stole the election in 2020. They stole the election in 2022. They rub it in our faces. They put a an oaf in a senator in Pennsylvania. I forget the guy's name. And they laugh at us. They laugh at us. They, they do it on purpose in order to uh, demean us. And so we have to put up with this. They blatantly stole the election from Kerry Lake in Arizona. They stole the election in 2020, and it's and and I you know I I know I know save your comments. Don't tell me where's the proof. There's a lot of proof out there. They've stolen the election, and they mock people, and, and say, well, if you if you're an election denier, you're a terrorist. You're a domestic terrorist. So they don't need to burn stuff in the streets today. Because they have captured control of the government. And all they've done is double down. Now, I've mentioned before that I've had conversations with a friend of mine, and he said, oh, no, don't worry. In 2022, the Republicans are in clean house. They're going to get in there. They're going to investigate everybody, and they're going to take over and, and just turn this thing around. And I expected, I ex expressed deep skepticism over that. And so far, I've turned out to be correct. Uh, there was, obviously, the, the Republicans didn't capture the Senate. But it wouldn't matter if they would. You've got so many senators that are Republicans in there that vote with the Democrats, it doesn't matter, which is best-case scenario that I predicted. And in the House, it's the same thing. They just passed this $1.7 trillion? What was it a trillion-dollar budget? Yeah, a trillion-dollar budget that nobody read. And it passed with the help of a lot of Republicans. Republicans are traitors to the Republicans, just like the Democrats are. 
So why, why should they riot and burn in the streets when they already have all the power? They already do have all the power. Look at the uh, Supreme Court uh, uh, nominee that they just approved over the last year. Hates white people. Hates Jesus Christ. Hates, hates the, the Word of God. Hates Christianity. Unless it's Judeo-Christianity. They all like that because it's been suborned and subordinated to Judaism. Meanwhile, you have political prisoners. And I'm talking about the J6ers. Yes, I'm talking about the January. They're political prisoners. They're political prisoners. Don't, don't, don't put it any other way. They're not in there for terrorism. They're not in there for uh, overturning or trying to overturn the federal government. They're political prisoners. If your standard was domestic terrorism and trying to overturn the government, uh, where did all the Antifa and BLM writers go from the summer of 2020? Well, their supporters are in the White House. Kamala Harris is in, is in the White House. She's the one that said, hey, you know, these people are doing good. And uh, she set up a fund to help bail, bail them out of jail. So they won. Why should they ride in the streets? But we do have political prisoners, and we do have political persecution in the United States in 2023. Trump's tax records just got released. I haven't read them. I'm not going to read them. I suspect if you went through any American's tax records... For the last 20 years, you, somebody somewhere can find something that should have been done different. I, I have no doubt about that. Talk to anybody that's run a small business. Hey, if, if the IRS went through your records with a fine-tooth comb over the last 20 years, do you think they could find something? <laughs> they would laugh at you. <laughs> They're like, of course they could. That's why I have an accountant. It's political persecution. There's no, no doubt about it. There's no question about it whatsoever. So is this a civil war? Or is the Civil War already over and we've already lost because they run the show, they run the government. The FBI has become a political police. The FBI is a political police. Come on now. You got Ray Epps still out there running around and he's bragging on it now in, in, his, in his, if we've got his emails, we've got his text messages and hey, I ran the show. I'm the one that directed, I'm the one that helped make it happen. And he's running around there scot-free. He's a fed. And the J6ers are in prison. Now, do I agree with going into the Capitol? No, but that's just a foil. Just don't, don't even ask me that question. That's, that's just stupid. It, 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 it gets, it's, it's besides the point. For better or for worse, I'm a rule follower. <laughs> Otherwise, I couldn't have had the job I have. I'm a rule follower. Not totally. Obviously, I open up my mouth and speak and say things that the powerful people disagree with. I guess every man has to draw a line. At least some men have to draw a line. I drew a line and said, no, I'm going to, I'm going to speak what Jesus Christ book. I'm going to speak what Jesus Christ said. I'm going to speak what the Holy Scriptures say. And if it costs me everything, fine. I'm loyal to my monarch, Jesus Christ. Yes, my monarch, he's a political figure. Jesus Christ is a political figure. And the Antichrist would be happy if people reduced him to a religious figure. And the church has been more than willing to go on with that. Oh, he's a religious figure. No, he's the creator of the universe, and he's a political figure. He's a king. He's a monarch. And he will rule the nations with a rod of iron. And he will say, hey, bring those that don't want me to rule over him and slay them in my presence. We cover uh, in my presence. We, will, we covered that this morning. Luke, I want to say 19. 
I'm loyal to my king. I'm loyal to my monarch. I want to build Christian nations. That's the Great Commission. The Great Commission is to build Christian nations. It's to convert the nations to Jesus Christ. Not to have a personal morality club. Not to have a personal religion. Truth is truth. Truth is big T truth. Applies to all men at all times in all places. And the big T truth is that Jesus Christ is the only begotten Son of God. He's the creator of the universe. The Ten Commandments are His law. And all the nations will bow down and worship Jesus Christ and acknowledge Him as their sovereign as their king. That's, that's the truth. Straying a little from civil war in the U.S. So, I don't know. It seems like we uh, uh, have been subjugated by, an, by internal powers. We've been subjugated by internal powers. We've lost. So there's no reason for Antifa and BLM to be out in the streets. They won. Past tense, they won. And what are those on the other side of the coin? What have they done? Well, part of it is they're asleep. I'll grant that. They're just they're still asleep. They don't know what's going on. They, they, they don't know what's going on. They, they have no way to grasp this. And I guess that's where I come in. That's where I come in with my ideas. My goal is to get into the minds of the church, minds of the Christians, and say, here's the framework That'll help you understand what's going on. Because they, like Eve, have been deceived. And they call those who are evil, they call them good. And they call evil good. And they call good evil. They call what Jesus Christ says, Revelation 2.9, Revelation 3.9, John 8.44. They call that evil. So my part in this conflict is ideological. Because if you can't get that straight, none of it none of the rest of it matters. None of the rest of it matters. So I think we've already lost. They laugh and laugh and laugh and <laughs> mock those of us who Thought we could make a difference in the 2020 election or 2022 election. It's not something I've been involved in. And and they run the show. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if Republicans are in, Democrat, doesn't matter. They still run the show. So the country's been subjugated from within, which is just what the forefathers predicted. It's just what the founding fathers predicted. She said, there's no way you can subvert this country unless the enemy is from within. They said that. They made it very clear. And it's, it's already happened. It's past tense. It's happened. How do we get out of it? Well, one, that's where I come in. I mean, this is my opinion. You have to have a philosophical slash theological perspective of the world that's fundamentally different from what they offer. And I'm not sure we're there yet. I'm not sure we're there yet. I think most evangelicals are quite content with the situation. They got their big screen TV and they got they got uh, they got a job. They go to church on Sunday morning, bang the drums, waiting for the rapture. I think they're completely content with the situation in the United States of America. What they don't see you know, it's kind of like if you're going to butcher a pig. Pig's happy. 
Pig's eating there. He's out there in his little corral, and he's, you know, starting away, and he's eating his stuff. I had a, I raised a pig when I was a teenager. And they're happy. Well, he's just eat, you know, he's rooting around in there, rolling in the mud, and eating his grain, and he's happy. I got no issues. <laughs> Life is good. And then one day, truck shows up, and off he goes. Comes back the next day as bacon. I think the church is in that situation to a very great extent, the evangelical church. We're just rooting around in our little corral, happy as, well, we can still bang our drums, have our prayer meeting, dream about the rapture, got our big screen TVs. I ain't hurting anybody. People leave us alone. We live in a free country. They say, I'm sure the pigs said the same thing. Oh, I got a great man. I get fed every day. Yeah, every once in a while he wants to get out, but you know. Then one day, boom. It's, it, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. This is going to happen to the church. And the only reason it hasn't is because the church has done like that pig. You could, you, you know, every day, every day, every week, every month, you make that corral just a little smaller, pig don't notice. It's a little smaller, pig don't notice. And you do it over the generations, the pig don't notice. You used to have a corral as big as a golf course. Then it was as big as a football field. Next thing it was as big as a basketball court and a volleyball court. Then it's half of that. And you do it over the generations, and you don't even know. Pig doesn't even know. Pig's offspring don't even know. Well, we must be a free people. I can still root around in my little pig waller. I guess everything's good. Rapture's coming any day. And sure enough, the truck shows up. Pig gets raptured. <laughs> His body is transformed into pork, into bacon. <laughs> I think the church is in the same category. I think that's exactly what's going on with the church. We're supposed to be building Christian nations. We're supposed to be bringing discipline to the nations. And the Antichrist has been bringing discipline to the church. And if you think you can have a free country without the gospel of Jesus Christ, I die, sorry. That's the third path that Satan offered Eve. Hey, you can do your own thing. You don't have to worship me. You don't have to worship God. You can be wise like God and just do your own thing. Eve said, oh, I'll take it. It's been a lie ever since. It's been a lie ever since. And here we think we can have a, a, a free country and yet reject Jesus Christ, which we've done as a country, as a nation, we've rejected Jesus Christ. And the, and the church has largely been silent regarding that. And we, we, we moan and groan about it every once in a while. But we don't have a theology that supports the idea that we're supposed to convert nations, that we're supposed to have, in fact, Christian nations. And so you talk about a Christian nation, and you've got evangelicals revolting, denouncing Christian nationalism, denouncing it. They would rather be friends with the world than, the, than to be loyal to Jesus Christ. Like, very clearly. They want to be good little Judeo-Christians. And that's what they are. They're Judeo-Christians. They're Antichrist Christians. Judaism is Antichrist. Been Antichrist since before Jesus Christ. Judaism was around long before Jesus Christ. As they converted the, the law, they subverted the law with their traditions and precepts. That's what the evangelical church has done in 2022, 2023, and back for a couple generations now, several generations. So you come out, you say things like, that, like I'm saying, and, 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 and the church don't want nothing to do with it. Then you wonder why we've gone this way.
So the United States has been subverted. They won. Civil War's over. But I'm telling you, the, the, the pig waller is going to get smaller and smaller and smaller. They're not going to stop. They, they don't have the capacity to stop. And I'm going to give you a good reference on this. Sometimes it's hard to understand what I'm talking about unless you can have an outside reference. And I've referenced the Holy Scriptures, uh, but I'm going to give you a non-scriptural reference here in a little bit. Oh, I'll give it to you right now. It's it, it, Go watch the movie slash video. I have it up on bloodandfaith.com called Europa, the Last Battle. Now, I started watching this a couple of years ago, and I stopped because I, I said, no, I, I'm not, I, no. I, I'm not, I don't want this. I don't want to see this. I don't I want to watch this. I don't, I don't, I wasn't ready for it. Honestly, I wasn't ready for it. And the only reason I recommend it now is, is if you followed me, if you followed what I've said, you should have a pretty darn good understanding of what the Holy Scriptures say. And I would urge you to understand Europa, the last battle, in the context of all the Scriptures I've laid out. And if you have that as a foundation, it's like, okay, now I understand. This isn't some dude just going off. And, and I don't even know if this guy knows the Scriptures. Don't, no idea if he does or not. But if you have the understanding of the Holy Scriptures, then he's like, okay, wow, now it all comes together. And you can see what's happened in other places and other times, and you can say, hey, it's going to happen right here in the United States of America. It is happening right here in the United States of America. You want to know what civil war looks like? Look at Russia. 19-teens, 1920s, 1930s. It wasn't even civil war. It was, it, was, it was a charnel house. It was a mass slaughter. Millions and millions and millions of Christian Russians slaughtered. Slaughtered. Why? Because they were Christian. That's why. Because they were Christian. Europa, the last battle. I've got it up on bloodandfaith.com. It's all over. Probably not on YouTube because YouTube is controlled by the Antichrist, so you'll have to find it on some other platforms. So we're not in a good place in the United States in, in, in 2023. There's, somebody put up a post on one of the sites I go to, and he says, <laughs> he says, y'all. <laughs> y'all, I said, you got rose-colored glasses on. You think in 2024 you're going to get some sort of redeeming president in the White House that's going to turn this all around? He says, you guys are smoking crack. What have you seen in the last several years? That indicates that gives you any indication whatsoever that this is going to turn around. What indication you have since doesn't matter 2008, 2012, 2016, 2020, 2000 that this is going to turn around? It's trended only in one direction, and you get some anomaly, Donald Trump in 2016, and they go, they go nuclear, FBI, CIA come after Donald Trump. Plus Antifa and BLM. They get the top, they get the bottom. And the middle gets squeezed out. The middle class, the average American gets squeezed out. And the, and the average American is called a, now a terrorist, a domestic terrorist, by the President of the United States of America, by Joseph Biden. And he turns the FBI loose on the average American. They're domestic terrorists. They're anti-democratic. They're against the rule of law. They're, they're trying to undermine the Constitution. All these are lies. It's called gaslighting. I've talked about gaslighting before. Lies, lies, lies. So they've got the rabble. 
And again, this goes back, you know, I've talked about the book of Acts before. They've got the rabble. They've stirred up the rabble. But they don't need to let the rabble loose right now because they control the show. They've got the elites. They got the FBI. They got the CIA. They've suborned the judges in Congress, if not through blackmail, then through bribery. Hey, man, get along, go along. You can say whatever you want because I know you got to win elections, but it comes down to the clinch, baby. Just, you know, abstain or give us your vote. So that's why they can pass this $1.7 trillion budget that nobody read. By the way, that is that is the way of the future. That is the way of the future. They finally figured out <laughs> American people don't care. Or they may care, but there, there's nothing they can do about it. And so this has been going on for I don't know how many years now. Here's a 4,000-page bill that nobody has read. This isn't the first time it's happened. They've been doing this now for years. And they mock us. They absolutely mock us. Well, we don't know what's in it. We have to pass it before we can see what's in it. They mock Americans. They mock the whole idea of democracy. They lie. They gaslight. You say, we have a democracy. They don't have a... They don't even know what a democracy is. It's like it's like it's the dictatorship of the proletariat. Well, we'll tell you what democracy is. Okay? We will tell you what democracy means. And for them, it means LGBTQ to grade schoolers. That's democracy to them. Democracy means you vote the way we tell you to vote. That's what democracy means to them. Democracy means we're going to put in the judges that are going to overturn every Christian idea that America ever had. That's what democracy means for it. Democracy means we're going to remove all the Christian white men from any historical landmark, statues. You watch. The day will come when they're going to want to tear down Mount Rushmore. They'll, they'll figure something out. And Americans will sit by and wring their hands. Oh, this is a terrible thing, but I'm going to get raptured tomorrow. So it's okay. We've already been suborned. We've already been destroyed. I've already been taken over. The Civil War's over. We lost. Civil War's over. We lost. How do you like that? Now, is there any hope? Absolutely there's hope. And it's not in the rapture. Forget the rapture. Forget the rapture. Forget that. God didn't tell you to sit around and wait for the rapture. He said, go out there and bring discipline to the nations. And years ago, decades ago, I said to myself, self, something's wrong in the church. Something's wrong with this thing we call Christianity. Something's wrong, because if, if, if I understand things right, Jesus Christ has all power now, and, and church ain't got no churches bankrupt, tossed out, trampled under the feet of men, because it's lost its salt, lost its flavor. You're going to need a theological revolution. We need a theological revolution. And with whatever insight I have and whatever conviction of comfort, conscience I have, I speak what I speak and I say what I say and, and, and let the seed be spread far and wide. And if there's any value in it, let it, let it spring forth. Let it bloom. Let the fruit come forth with, with whatever I may have to offer. And if it's good, it's good. If it's not, this is what I have. But I'm telling you something. I'm telling you something, and I'm right because the proof is in the fruit. And the fruit of American evangelicalism is America on January 1st, 2023. That's the proof that I'm right. It's bankrupt. It's been tossed down and trampled under the feet of men. Top on the list is we worship the Antichrist. The evangelical church literally worships the Antichrist. 
grovels before the Antichrist, declares that the Antichrist is in fact the chosen one of God. Y'all are waiting for this to happen? It's already happened. Past tense. Past tense. Just because he doesn't, he's not a cute little guy in a nice suit with a couple little horns doesn't mean the Antichrist isn't here and ruling with his people, with his synagogue. Church doesn't want to recognize that because then they're going to have to toss out all the lies they've believed. They can't bring themselves to humble themselves to believe that. Because then all of a sudden, the people of the Antichrist are going to come after him. And God forbid they don't want that. That They know more about Satan's rules than they do about God's rules. They know about more about not being racist than they do about the fifth commandment, which is to honor your ancestors. So they'll denounce the fifth commandment like the Pharisees did 2,000 years ago, claiming to be righteous. That's the evangelical church in 2022 and now in 2023. That's why we lost the Civil War. It's already gone. Civil War is over. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. It's over. Now, is there a chance of coming back? Of course, there is. History always works that way. I mean, what comes around, it, it changes, and, and things move on. All right, let's move on to the big war. For me, a big war, I always thought of a big war as the United States and Russia nuke each other. And it could still come to that. I don't know. But let's start with what we do know. What we do know is there's a war in Europe. There's a, there's a war in Europe. This is, all right, we've had three more major wars in Europe since, well, we've had more than that if you want to talk about the uh, Balkan crisis the, in, in Yugoslavia in the 1990s. But there's war in Europe again. The Russians are in Ukraine. According to the press, according to the administration, the Americans are in Ukraine. The Polish are in Ukraine. The British are in Ukraine. The Russians and NATO are fighting in Ukraine today. They say, well, I haven't seen 82nd Airborne go in there yet. Well, fine, but there's still American forces in Ukraine. Uh, Lloyd Austin admitted, he says, hey, yeah, there's Americans in Ukraine. We're, uh, you know, trying to keep track of the stuff we've given to the Ukrainians. Fine, whatever. Tell whatever story you want. The fact of the matter is there's a war in Ukraine. There's war between Europe and NATO forces right now. Well, how is it trending? Is it trending smaller or larger? If you read the press, well, Russia's ready to fold at any moment. Somebody's going to kill Putin and everything is going to, it's all going to be fine and dandy. Well, if that's true, why, do, why are we giving billions and billions and billions of dollars more to Ukraine if that's the case? They gaslight you. They lie to you. They lie and lie and lie and lie and lie and they lie. They lie to you. And it's your tax money. There's your democracy. Like I said, they'll tell you what a democracy is. And if they tell you that democracy means you give hundreds of billions of dollars to a corrupt regime in Eastern Europe, you just need to suck it up. Otherwise, you're a domestic terrorist. That's where we're at in America in 2023, January 1st, 2023. So you got this war going on in Europe. Will it go nuclear? I don't know. I don't know. I think we have plenty of potential for it to go that way. 
The Russians know that. The Americans know that. The British, everybody knows that. Everybody knows it could go nuclear. And this whole idea that we can't fathom a nuclear war. Fine, don't fathom it. Don't think about it. That's fine. It doesn't mean it's not going to happen. I would remind you of World War II. First of all, I'll remind you that uh, Nagasaki and Hiroshima weren't the worst bombing events that happened in World War II. How about the bombing of Dresden, Germany? More people died in that firebombing than died in either Hiroshima or Nagasaki. It was close, but a lot of people were burned to death, burned up and died. Died, fried, and nuked. So it can happen again. The United States dropped a nuclear bomb, nuclear bombs on Japan. Not because the United States was at an existential crisis in August of 1945, but simply because it was it was the cheapest way to get what they wanted. Total surrender of Japan. It was the cheapest way. It was the fastest, cheapest way. Drop two bombs, destroy two cities. Not that those bombs did any more than the fire bombings of Tokyo, by the way. All those fire bombings in Europe, Japan, horrible, horrible, horrible. So I don't know. I'm not at all convinced, at all convinced that this can't go nuclear. And, and neither is anybody else, by the way. They, everybody knows it can. Everybody knows it can. Will it? I don't know. We'll see. But there is war in Europe. And it is NATO versus Russia. Now maybe that's the way it should be. Okay? I'm not even going to take a side on that. Not even going to take a side on that. I'm just noticing the facts that there is, in fact, war in, 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 in Europe. It is Russia versus NATO. That's a fact. Open. They all admit it. All of NATO admits it. How's it going to turn out? I don't know. So I guess in retrospect, with the Civil War, has it gone the way I thought it would? No. <laughs> One side lost without firing a shot. Let's just put it that way. Never got to Civil War. One side lost without firing a shot. Will it change in the future? I don't know. I know I, I know my duty is to disciple the nations, build Christian nations. Try to get some theological ideas out there that the church can grab hold on where they can build Christian nations because that pig pen is going to get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller until they haul you away. Unless you completely submit to them and become good Judeo-Christians, which is the trend the church is on. The trend is on the the, the church is on the trend to become good, loyal Judeo-Christians, Antichrist Christians. You say, well, that can't ever happen. Well, sure it can. Look at the mainline churches. Look at the mainline churches. They out there they're 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 uh, 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 ordaining homosexuals, they're marrying homosexuals. They're endorsing abortion. Endorsing. Well, that's, those are Christian ideas. Okay, well, there you go. There you go. There's your Judeo-Christianity. All right, one final point. There's a movie out there. It's a film. It's, it's whatever, a video. It's called Europa, The Last Battle. I haven't watched the whole thing. If I, it, Apparently, it's broken down into five or six sections. I think it's 
maybe a dozen hours long. I'm only about an hour and a half into it. Uh, like I said, I, I would not have recommended this two years ago because I didn't have the theological foundation to wrap my head around it. I do now. And so I would consider you to look at it. One, because A, I've given you the, the theological foundation. And B, if you want to know what the, the future holds for you in the United States of America and Canada and the rest of the Europe, watch this movie. And when the critics come out and say, oh, well, you know, this guy got this part wrong and he got that part wrong, that's fine. Look, I got a PhD. I got a PhD in history. I've read a lot of books. And not every book was correct. But you know what? I, you know, I read all these books and, and, you know, I can do something with it. I can learn something, even from books that don't have it all right. And maybe this film doesn't have it all right. There's only one book that has it all right, and that's the Holy Scriptures. And the church won't read it. The church won't read it. So that's it. That's the after show. Happy New Year. Fritz Bergen, bloodandfaith.com.